The Alpha Sessions. Hello and welcome to the Alpha Sessions. This week we have the return of the fabulous Lucy Rowe. Return of the um, team. Yep. And uh, I am guest introducing today. My name's Emily. Welcome, Lucy. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. I feel weird. Why feel do you weird. feel weird? Because I'm on the wrong side and everything's backward. It's like I'm in a parallel universe. Okay. Well, the last time we did talk to each other, we mm. were backwards. We exactly. were the other way around. I was sat over there and you were sat over here. And I feel like both of us are slightly more comfortable maybe the other <laughs> way around. Yeah. I need to get back in the groove. This is the first interview I've done in long time but you have done quite a few interviews with the alpha sessions before yeah and we were just talking about this like, i don't remember anything i've got a bad memory yeah me famously. too but yeah for the alpha sessions i thought i'd done maybe two three but i think it's also because i've been in here a lot so it feels like i've been doing a lot of other stuff with them and then when i look back on all the all my sessions with them it's like the one in lockdown that's not me i look at that that's not me i look so weird i sound so weird and I have no memory of, yeah, no memory. But yeah, technically this is my fourth. Wow. Fourth, maybe third in the studio. You're an old pro. You have, <laughs> have absolutely nothing to worry about. Um, so you have, very excitingly, let's just get straight to it, mm. a new single coming out. It feels like my first release in a long time because I did, the last EP was in March. Yeah, March 2022. So we're getting on to a year since the last thing I did. And I'm trying to like ramp it up. I'm trying to get out lots of little things throughout the year this year instead of just doing one thing and then waiting a year but I get so distracted and I write a lot but not not stuff that I think like okay let's do it let's make a release campaign so yeah Better is the name of the single coming up and I actually I wrote this with Tom Berry nearly a year ago I think we started it at the end of April last year uh, he came to me with this whole this track this instrumental and just basically said I want you to write on this he had a vision he was like I can hear it it's going to go great so it's been in the works a long time there's been a lot of versions you know when you have like a folder of tracks and there's like version one version two version three i don't know if you work that way no we work i'm so interested in this we work so differently really? yeah see i have like a well i think it's tom actually that's rubbed off on me but there's always a folder with the original title which makes it really hard to find as well because the title of this one is called lounging ws and i don't know why that is that's Tom's the title really. of the folder of the title of better the original version so we just call it lounging because like the backing track was like just slick and cool um and then gradually when i wrote on top of it i came up with the title because it had the lyrics and then it turned into better so there's like a chunk of lounging version one two three four through to 17 and then there's better through to i don't know how many versions so yeah it's been in the works a long time which is why i'm nervous because i've been sitting on it for so long that now that it's coming out i feel like it's going to be either like life-changing or you know make me feel like a different person a new person and ready to go or it's going to make me feel like that was terrible it has to be one or the other very extreme life-changing or terrible I (laughs) i think i don't see how extreme i am and then i start talking about stuff like this and i think why does it yeah why does it have to be that way i need to chill out you need to yeah no no you're fine i mean it's it's a big deal i mean i understand um i don't think that a year is even that long but maybe that's because i'm really slow but you so you released let's think for a second so you released uh, an ep in march Mm -hmm. last year yeah so that was four tracks yeah and then one of them was the single so there was like a single couple weeks before and then the four the other three came out basically so okay so i see what you mean so then there was just like this big yeah. a gap yeah so what's so the plan for this year is is it more to release singles 
Or yeah. is it the same thing? Yeah, because it's been a lot of work just for this one song, but I'm really enjoying writing a lot and then actually selecting one and being like, I'm going to work on this. And actually, because I used to be very, again, very extreme. I used to write something and be like, I don't like this. Just throw it out and then start a new thing. And I've, I just have a terrible case of half songs. There's a lot of just like verses or choruses or verses, pre-choruses, and then they stop and then I move on. So I'm trying to force myself into a little routine of picking a song, finishing it, completely producing it, and then I actually am more inclined now that I'm doing this to think, hey, this this needs to come out. I need to release this. So I've got about three in the bag on the back foot that I'm hopefully going to release. That's exciting. Year, just to keep the ball rolling. So it's a lot of work because if you're, when you say producing, do you mean is that producing it with your partner, Tom? Yeah, yeah. So, so he yeah. he tends to do a lot of instrumentals or like little little songs which he actually released last year um and then he comes to me or i pick one out and go like oh, i just feel inspired by that and then sit for an evening and end up writing a whole song over this little loop that you made but recently i've been doing more on my own but inspired by that so i'll make little sections and then go back to them and think right i'm going to expand on this so my production's getting a lot better i was quite um dependent on him for and i still am he's my producer but i'm quite dependent on his musicality like he writes such nice guitar lines and details he's really good at detail so I'm trying to get better at doing detail by myself because I think it's an underrated thing that you can write a good top line you can write a good harmony and good chords but then when you when you come to record it it's all about the little elements that you like bring into it so 100% that's what I mean by production yeah I'm fascinated by all this because it's all stuff that I'm really interested mm. in and I'm a bit jealous of because I'm just it's not like when I write songs, and this is probably how you used to write. Mm. I'm imagining when you when you're talking about like before, yeah. Because um, you said your process has kind of changed. I think I was listening to you talking about this in your last alpha session that you did with Emma, and you were saying that you um, used to kind of write on your own, and then when you started co-writing with other people, and I'm guessing co-writing with your partner, mm -hmm. kind of, and then having that band influence of having the, the all the different musicians around yeah. you and <clears throat> and the production it kind of changes mm -hmm. how you do everything so I write all my stuff pretty much on my own mm. and I totally get what you mean like once you start getting other instruments involved mm. and yeah it's, it it's so exciting everything. yeah but also that inspires the way you write anyway so you'll go home after like just jamming with somebody or doing a gig with your full band or something or somebody will show you their song that they've produced and you're like wow and then just hearing other people's stuff is so inspiring for me and I used to be really closed off I don't know where I got it from but I used to be very much like focused on this is the way I write I sit down with my guitar and that's just how I do it and I can't talk to anyone close the door don't want, I don't want to hit anyone about the place and I was very private. But I think that also, that kind of got in the way of a lot of things. I got very insular and it made me more nervous. I found it harder to just express my actual personality. Tell me about how you, because I don't actually know this, tell me about how you got into music. You studied, didn't you? Yeah, I, it's kind of, again, this is one of those things where I used to lie to myself and be like, I always sang. Everyone's just like, oh, I was singing from the day I was born. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I used to do a lot of karaoke. Now, the real story is probably quite more embarrassing, but I'm ready now. I feel ready to get this embarrassing story out there. Oh my God, but I'm excited. You're, not, you're going to be like, that's not embarrassing. I used to do this. But <laughs> I think one of my earliest proper memories of being like, this is it. I love this. It makes me feel so much passion. Is in the playground with 
four other girls that I used to be very close with, we formed a Girls Aloud tribute. I say tribute, we were the real thing, okay? Like, this was serious. And I was Kimberly Walsh, which, you know, I'm quite proud of. I, I quite like being Kimberly Walsh. But we just, we really know what we, we did with that. We just pretended we were them and then started writing songs. And then I became a little, I know, I have, I don't know where this is. One day it's going to come up and it's going to haunt me forever. But <laughs> I have a folder of songs that are like my first ever songs. I always remember one called Clown. Um go on <laughs> sing it. it go on I, do, do I don't know how it goes is the thing I know you do. that it was about a clown chasing me down a corridor in like a in, in like a fun house I don't know um, and <laughs> when I read all these lyrics I, I find really mature themes that I read and I'm like that's that's dark what Why age are we talking that? anywhere between 8 and 10 it must have been because I wasn't in the junior side I was in the more senior side but I was still at primary school so yeah I must have been like crikey yeah so I was I was writing about all these things and then I got obsessed with Girls Aloud I had posters everywhere listening to them all the time and I was just a big fan and I mean because grew up through the noughties the noughties pop is my favourite 2000s pop all of it because it's so diverse and I think that really really uh, inspired me and I always used to say like the 70s and the 80s which I love now um, and folk as well. That was always my inspiration. But actually, when I think about it, that only started later, in sort of like mid to late teens, when I actually got invested in music and I started studying and understanding it more and playing it more. But my roots, my roots are Girls Aloud and like specific noise pop songs. Gwen Stefani, Lady Gaga, I love it. I wrote like Britney Spears. Yeah. Some classics. So it's in there. Um, and that that is my first musical memory, is writing... This pack, I've got a wad of songs from Playground that if I read them now, I'd probably cry and burn them. Wow. Well, it's good to have. Because I, I had a similar, again, I think you saw me make the face. <laughs> I had a similar thing um, in school, but I think mine was less serious, less dark, mm-hmm. like the clown chasing you. <laughs> but me and my friends used to make up songs. We called it the singing dancing game. I feel like I've, I don't know why I feel like I've said this to you. I don't think we did talk about this last time, but um, yeah, we used to have the singing dancing game where basically in the break you had to pair off and write a song and create a dance routine. Mm -hmm. Then there was a competition. Nice. One judge used to be, like there was this one friend who didn't really like doing it, so she was always the judge. And then like that was the, that was all kind of done in this one break and then Mm. the next day we'd do like a new song. It's quite quick songwriting. But these were songs like, um, I remember one, this is not mine, this is one of my friends that went, aubergines and tomatoes, aubergines and tomatoes. I wish I had slightly less like this. Serious. That's brilliant. It's genius. So you, you were very proper from a very early age. So so yeah. you, you got into um, songwriting between sort of eight and ten. That's young. Yeah, I played the cello. My first instrument was cello when I was, I think, nine, just about to turn ten. So that's when I actually picked up properly playing music when I started the cello and I, I got into like reading music and theory and everything so it's a mixture of all that it's like I, I remember having karaoke machines I remember all my cousins I was, I've been close with all my life we used to make bands a different band every week we'd like make a little album cover put it into an old CD case but like, yeah that's our CD <laughs> you watch out we're coming um, one of them was called something like Crazy Chicks I'm like crazy chick I don't know what that was there's a lot of bands um, and with my cousins we used to write as well there's one called like Toxic I know influenced yeah um, and we like spelled out the word Toxic 
because there were five of us and we did the letters. Oh, did you ever harmonise together? Because you've got that, if you've got family members, no. often the voices all sound really nice together. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Not until later okay. in life. So we made, I've never talked about this before, but we made music videos when I was probably 14, 15, and we filmed them properly. We planned them all out. We recorded them on my uh, my iPod. Um, on your my, iPod? My iPod Touch. It's like the, the first one that had the touch screen. And it was all, it yeah, just had internet and played music. But okay. um, we recorded them on there. And then we thought these were like the best thing. We did Ronan Keating, When You Say Nothing At All. And then we did Ronan Keating, Life Is A Roller Coaster. <laughs> and then we don't did know Ronan where the Keating. Ronan, <laughs> I don't know where the Ronan Str- Keating came from. Strictly Ronan Keating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so we do all these music videos. And at that point, I was already in it. And I was already studying it at school and I was focused on it. So it, it goes right back, it goes right back. But yeah, definitely writing, writing early. I don't know if you can call it writing, but it all counts, right? Oh, that, yours definitely. Mine, the aubergines and tomatoes, I'm not sure counts as much, but <laughs> hey, hey, it counts. Everything hey counts. Hold your own, I open my door to welcome home, but I don't mind all. Share the load of what's on your mind, but don't think you're holding me back. How can you possibly lose if you don't go and get it? How can you possibly choose that? But you can't hide if you want to. to sleep in my overload well it comes stealing in never better never moving forward but he's coming home to you will you wait another hour for her and are you waiting for is you I'll try to fix you with news of a summer evening to warm your broken and bruised hand but you can hide if you want to hide if you Go hide 
the alpha sessions. Does a song always have its kind of way that it should be? Or do you think that can be messed around with completely, like, depending on how you produce it? Do you see what I mean? Because I I, I don't know the answer to this, and I wondered what you thought. That's something, again, that I've changed a lot on. Just in the past year, year and a half-ish, I'd be very rigid with everything, so I'd write something, and I think the song is how it is. And I used to push people away and say, like, what are you doing to it? I don't want to change it. That's just when it comes out, that's how it comes out, that's how it's meant to be, it's so natural. But now, <laughs> now, yeah, now I play with things a lot more better. Interestingly enough, I, when I did the top line for this, when Tom came to me with the instrumental, I wrote it three times. I just bought a new songbook, a little notebook thing, and on the first page is like, I opened it out to the, so I could go left and right, and there are four sections. There's one with like a big line through it. There's arrows everywhere. And I never write like that, ever. I'm always very straightforward. It comes out. It's just how it is. But with this one, there were so many like confusing ideas that were coming out and they just weren't quite right. And Tom kept pushing me and being like, I think we need to get rid of that. Just scrap it, start it again. And I remember being, I was back in my mum's house in the country looking after my dog. It was a nice time as the sun was out of spring. And I just didn't feel like it. And he'd set all this stuff up and he was really trying to push it because he was in the mood. He was like, I want to get this song done. I can hear it. And I was just like, I don't know. So it was very lacklustre. But I did it anyway just to give him something. And it turned out that the chorus I'd written became the pre-chorus. And then the new chorus, I stepped up to make it bigger because that's what was lacking. And then when we revised it after that, the pre-chorus was the best bit, but the verses were like, what is this? What, this is, what is this? And that's not a verse, doesn't count. So scraps all the verses. So I've changed a lot in terms of my writing. And I think that all comes from the way production has changed it. And I'm just trying to be freer. I'm just trying to be like, try everything. And so you don't, because I think I tend to think if it's not working, oh, this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. But this song is a perfect example of something that, wasn't necessarily working straight away but then you kind of worked on it you moved things about you like redid bits and then it ended up Mm. being your new single yeah that's coming out on friday yeah um so that kind of goes against everything i believe in lucy you've completely like blown my mind mind. that's what i aim to do every day blow somebody's mind um so so just tell me a little bit because i am interested in this working with your partner Mm. how when did you guys start working together were you well did you know each other before like how does it how does it what happened we met in may 2019 um he was working as an engineer at a music festival and i was the venue manager volunteering so okay it was it was really cool we're in like a music environment and then i because i worked out i found out he was a producer we started we started going out casually and just being friends and then just sort of listening to each other's stuff and what we did and I used to send him all my stuff and probably now if I listen to what I sent him like this is the best song ever yeah. have this it's probably really bad and then my first ever single that came out in January 2020 There Is An Ocean um, he recorded that in a little studio where he works and it was just me in a tiny little booth playing my guitar and yeah so he's sort of the beginning when we did that we realised that we kind of understood each other in that in that way I think and it just yeah, it just worked out. I think we were attracted to that kind of work work ethic. The so the music was always a part of like yeah, your yeah, relationship, absolutely. basically. Absolutely. And then from that first single, because I'd been writing between May of the twenty nineteen and January twenty twenty, we were just seeing each other and I was still studying. So I was writing a lot. I was at uni and I'd spend hours in practice rooms just on the piano, but it was very theatrical. It wasn't really anything that we were gonna put out. But it was still like kept the ball rolling and it gave him ideas and it gave me more ideas and 
um, we started recording together and yeah after that first single came out in 2020 it, that was it like from that point onwards obviously lockdown happened yeah and we were together in lockdown we got stuck together and that wasn't the plan it worked out didn't it? but that's when my first ep came out because we did the whole thing because we were bored so yeah, yeah i think it's just it's a combination of being forced together by living in in a lockdown and doing all the recording and just understanding we just work in a very similar way yeah at least now we do so yeah. it just worked out very well yeah and obviously there are awkward times there are times when I really I'm in the mood for writing and he's just not in the same space and it's like I want to do this thing can't you play the guitar and, and you just you don't feel like now that you can go back to just doing it all by yourself because it's just you're used to having yeah that I, input from him I did get very dependent definitely and not in like a I'm incapable way just because I enjoyed it I really liked the way that we worked and we, we were just escalating everything at the same time and it was getting bigger and better all the time so I really enjoyed it but everybody's got other stuff to do and that's important I have to let everyone do what they want to do with their lives so I'm trying now with this single I've done all the promo by myself um, I do all the photography with people that I've found and yeah I'm just trying to I'm trying to get back into onto my own track so that I feel like I can work more on my own so I'm, I'm learning from what I've done with Tom taking it into my own little world seeing what happens but also trying to find other people to work with because I never write with other people and it's worked out well with Tom but it's good to have other influences so mm-hmm. I'm getting out there a little bit yeah so take so talk me through like how you are getting on with all that promo stuff and because I know we yeah. both just joined TikTok like mm, a really similar time TikTok. So how are you with all of that stuff and how does it, have you kind of had a learning curve from your previous releases? Like did all the stuff last year teach you anything about how to release stuff differently this year? Like talk me through all that mm. because again, I don't know anything either, but we're all making it up, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> how do you do it, Lucy? Yeah. Well, last year I actually, I worked with a PR company, a very small one. Oh, okay. Um, it's very expensive and at the time it worked out and it it was good because they get you into places that you wouldn't be able to access like magazines that only need they need referrals rather than just like hello I'm a musician from London Mm -hmm. Um, but also because now I've got those connections through the PR last year this year I know who to contact and so I'm kind of using that as a springboard and it has been long like I sit for I don't know six hours at a time seven hours at a time just on my laptop just like going crazy with my glasses on and I take my glasses <laughs> off I'm like where am I um, and it's dark and I'm a bit of a hermit but I have like a full day where I've got nothing else to do so I sit and I've just been emailing I've got the unsigned guide do you know about that like the directory Me too, but I, I'm not good enough at using it yet <laughs> well I got it two years ago and I just didn't use it properly and then I unsubscribed because I was like I'm just wasting money on it but this year I was like Kate I know that I want this now and I'm, I feel motivated now and I had a real drive for it. So I literally, I spent hours surfing through all the radio contacts, all the magazine contacts, finding the email, looking at the website, seeing if I made a, a good fit, and then writing an email. I made a press release. Um, but do you know what? Working here has been amazing as well. This is probably one of the most valuable experiences as an interviewer and working with our sessions because I get the press releases through and I meet loads of artists and I see what they're doing and I see what their PR companies are sending out. And so I looked at everyone's format and thought, I like this one, I like this part of this one and I just made my own with all the elements that I liked. Mm -hmm. So gradually, it's all about experiences, isn't it? Like just getting involved with stuff and being able to apply that to 
than what I'm doing. So it's definitely going better, but it is still, it's a lot of work. I think it sounds like you're going to have a very exciting year. I I feel that now. Yeah. I'm, because I'm quite, again, radical with my mind, my thinking, I am terrified that this is a peak and I'm having a good moment and then I'm going to, in the middle of the year, I'm just going to drop back down to a low point and do nothing at all. Because that's kind of what happened last year. I don't know what happened to me, but, I mean, everyone goes through ups and downs. But when the EP came out in March, I was on a high and all the PR was going on and everyone really loved it. I did a music video for your favourite, Close It Over. And I just, <laughs> yeah, I was riding that high. And then in the summer everything kind of died down and I didn't push back. I just let it settle and I thought I'll have a little break and I never recovered. The whole of the end of that year, I just got lower and lower and lower. And I haven't even told many people this, but like November through to January, through to now actually, I probably was the lowest I've been ever. I think when we met, the, your vibe now, so mm. we did our the interview with the other way around with me, mm. was it in November? I think it was November, like October yeah, or November. November. And when we met, that was the phase you were in and we were kind of yeah. talking about that because yeah. I think we were both in a bit of a, yeah, um, in between these slightly low, yeah. like. But do you not think that that's probably something we're just going to have to deal with? It's it's the yeah. natural process, of, yeah. especially if you're a creative person. Yeah. Like, it kind of goes in it's waves, waves it? doesn't it? And, and I, I think, think we, I think it's normal. The more you develop, the bigger the waves get, which is, it makes me nervous, but it means the highs will be even higher. So at the moment, I've, I'm riding an even higher high than it was a lot this time last year because I'm, yeah, just progressing naturally, <laughs> which is good. And I'm trying to take that and be like, this is a positive thing. So if it goes back down, you might feel lower than before, but you know that the next high is going to be even higher. And then eventually I'll just be able to learn to balance it out and it won't be so up and down. Yeah. But also, like, being independent is going to be, like, huge ups and downs because you're just completely on your own. And I think that's something I suffered with a lot. It's just, like, feeling alone all the time. God, you're, I just relate to you so much, Lucy. <laughs> I literally get what you're saying completely. It's so lonely yeah. and so difficult. Yeah. And you know that there's a gazillion other people trying to do it too, but mm. we're all doing it on our own, mm-hmm. alone, mm. but all doing the same thing. Yeah. We should talk about it more because then we won't feel as exactly rubbish. And it's the weird thing. Like I meet so many people doing this or going to gigs and stuff like that and networking in general and everybody has the same feeling but nobody talks about it because you're just like hey what are you doing at the moment oh yeah plug 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 and you're like oh yeah of course we want to put our like best face forward that's not a saying but it's a mix of two that I've smushed together it works maybe that's the new saying put our best face forward but um, of course it's not meant to be easy Mm. but yeah it sounds like you've got some exciting Mm. stuff happening yeah and you mentioned TikTok I mean, yeah, oh yeah, we didn't even, like, let's go back to that. Social media was something I've always hated. Okay. I actually, not, I wouldn't say loathe, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say despise, I just, I may, I dislike, I dislike, majorly dislike. Because it's so, it can be really good, but it's just, there's a lot of negative stuff and it clouds my mind so much. Like, I don't, I don't know, I've never, never enjoyed having to post and I'm always very present, like, like earlier when we were in here and you were filming me in the other room and I was like oh yeah I need to tell people that I'm here nobody knows that I'm doing this and I think I don't even think about it I don't think oh I need to let my audience know what I'm doing because they're interested and that's like a I think that's like a self-worth issue I don't want to get too dark but like because I used to think nobody actually cares if I put on my Instagram oh I'm in the, the station today nobody's <laughs> gonna look at that and be like wow <laughs> So nobody cares. But actually, 
people people love it like people just i because i do i had to think like the other way around when i'm scrolling through i'm like oh wow that looks interesting oh and then i message somebody i reply to things and people engage in the same way but you got that imposter syndrome where you're like it's not the same when it's me nobody actually cares about me i just care about them that what they're doing is interesting but what i'm doing isn't interesting but actually some people find it interesting because you're a woman we're just so hard on ourselves it's sorry to bring it back to that but it's true that's something I always like to talk about as well. I think we question ourselves more than yeah, men do. Um, but also, I think there's a positive thing in not constantly thinking about self-promotion and, like, mm. when you were in here prepping and then performing, you were focused on playing your and yeah. singing your songs, yeah. which is, exactly. I think, still, hopefully, the most important bit. So there is a plus side to that. That's. I think that's why I hate it so much, is because it... It makes me feel like nobody cares about the actual, what the, the actual thing is, what the actual product is, or what you're doing, or your passion. It, it becomes more about like your artistry as a whole, or your business. It's like a business rather than, and I know that's important. Like, I'm starting to learn that. I was pushing against it, and now I'm like, I'm learning it in a little bit, but I'm trying to balance it. But I like, I've always liked to just perform and just play and just write. And I'm very private because it's, it was for me. It was more like therapy, and it was more like just an enjoy an enjoyment of mine. I don't want to see you go Don't want to fight you all over again All over again I can see that final blow I don't want this to be the end No, it won't, no, it won't, no, it won't, no Make a mistake talking out loud just so you come to my side to make you realize closer to home than we know how to be over the moonlight and the sea is there room for you and me i'll try to find where there's a way to stop the heartache, the decay of time, time, but time blows away. I don't want to see the world without your smile around me. Your open arms I can't bear to see you go Just can't let this be the end No, it won't, no, it won't Make a mistake Standing too proud 
even though you wanna bite, I'll help you realize we're closer to home than we know how to be over the moonlight and the sea. Is there room for you and me? I'll try to find where there's a way to stop the heartache, the decay of time. Time. Closer to home that we know how to be over the moonlight and the sea. Is there rope for you and me? I'll try to find where there's a way to stop the heartache, the decay of time. Time. But time blows away. The Alpha Sessions. The first TikTok ever made came out last week because I was like, right, I need to get on this. For the last year, people have been telling me to get on this. Me and too. now I'm doing a single and it's quite like a poppy modern thing. It could go down really well. So I'm trying to actually plan what could look good in TikTok or sound good in a TikTok. But it, the first one I did the other day is eight seconds long or something like that, 12 seconds. It took me 45 minutes. <laughs> and I, I don't know if everyone's the same. Some people probably do it very quickly, got talent for it. But people don't realise how long it takes to make content. And when you're working and you're doing music work and all these other things that go on in life, it's just like 45 minutes to make this eight-second video. Is that because you had to do it like seven times because you were like, hi, I'm Lucy. No, no. Well, hello. Um, Yes. (laughs) Was it that? Well, I also like, I was nervous. I was weird because it's like, it's it's unnatural. It's unnatural. I sat there and I was looking at my phone. It was propped up in front of me and I was like, okay. What, what do I do now? And I click the button. I was like, uh, uh, okay, now let's start that again. <laughs> and then I actually uh, wrote out a few, not like a script, but I wrote out notes like, um, what do you call them? Like on a script, notes, notes myself that I could look at prompts. Okay. I wrote out prompts for myself that would, that would just make me be like, okay, that's the direction I'm going in. This is what I need to say. And then I got myself ready and I thought, just relax and act like you're talking to anyone who are band members. And that's that's when I like I nailed it a little bit. But then I also had to sync it with the music that isn't out yet. So then I thought, do I put it into an editing software and put the music underneath? Do I just like record the video, the audio over the top? And that's what I did. I just press record over the top so it was in the background and leveled it. But after doing that one, I was like, it took me a while to get it right. But the more I do it, the better it's going to get. It's a learning so, curve, exactly. But that first video, and no followers, but these algorithms madness yeah you got 800 and something but the one i put out yesterday which was a teaser of the actual song rather than just me saying there's a song coming out next week it's got like 30 so it's this is what also what stresses me out because how can you get a random 800 view first one i guess because it was my first one everyone's like what is this um I don't and then know. after that, after that, you just get thirty. It's so up and down. It makes me feel like it's completely transparent. It doesn't mean it. None of these views mean anything. The people that turn up and the people that listen regularly, 
they like they matter a lot but people who are just scrolling through and they're like oh yeah and then they keep scrolling that view doesn't do anything because they don't act they're not interested in me they're just scrolling i mean it's it's so complicated because Mm. obviously it looks good if you have lots of people looking at your stuff yeah there's definitely certain things Mm -hmm. i am not good at this again i feel like this whole conversation is me saying I'm not very good at that either. But see, um, that's what I mean. The stuff that you do, you've got way more content than me. Your content is, is great. But it's, it's all. Like I feel like it's just me. I I do a lot of um, singing songs. <laughs> oh, what? That's, that's what <laughs> I should do. Songs. Though. Like who cares about? <laughs> but you know, there's certain yeah. things that um, people obviously want on TikTok. Like, do you actually use TikTok to? Because I don't no, use it. I need I to start. I need to start using it. And, yeah. I feel like ancient like I need to look at other people's things mm-hmm. but all I do is just make stuff that I like yeah and there's definitely certain like your first video is the kind of thing that probably like you said it's like what do you say it's eight seconds yeah it's like so short eight, but that's the kind of thing that does I mean we could talk really about well. this for ages because yeah, it's no, just but it's mind. important that <clears throat> if anyone <laughs> whoever's listening to this um you you are listening to this um this is the stuff that we spend so much time trying to figure out mm. how to do rather than just you know spending our time like actually writing songs yeah and it's just it's draining isn't it's it? long and yeah. it's confusing yeah but i think both of us are in a place where we're kind of finding a little bit of joy mm. in all this other stuff as well because otherwise it's yeah. it's just a nightmare if you have to do all this stuff so it's good to find a way to kind of mm. enjoy yeah. it and it has got benefits though like the there's a song that I'd, I haven't decided whether this is going to be a secret, but there's a song that I just recorded drums for that is going to be a duet with a good friend of mine um, that's coming out probably later in the year. It's going to be like a summer anthem, hopefully. But using TikTok and making videos and thinking about this recent release has made me think, for the first time, I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking, like, what can I do with this next one that looks good? on social media that has good visual content and so now I've already started planning like an August release all the content I want to make and I'm having so many ideas and it's like originally I had nothing going on with TikToks with reels and all this stuff and even just like album artwork I was a bit like mm, need to think about this but I don't really know but I feel more self-assured with with future releases and like being prepared something I'm not very good at in terms of releasing I always just decide and they go okay, yeah, let's do it next month. And everyone's like, what, what? next month? You haven't got time to do everything? <laughs> so um, You sound like your old you is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but these are these are things that definitely evolve with using stuff. My future. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking about the future and TikTok is helping me do that in a way. Like, That's there, great. There are, good, there are positive things about it. It's giving me new ideas. Well, I think me. it sounds like you are on, yeah, a... Uh, big up and this 2023 sounds very exciting for Lucy Rowe and I can't wait to see all the stuff that you put out there and come to your gig um when's your next gig so I'm actually performing a couple of, of acoustic Today. ones next week yeah <laughs> a couple of acoustic ones next week and then my next proper full band gig is in Germany oh cool in yeah it's my first step in onto German soil but my bassist and my drummer are in uh, are from Germany and they have we have all have friends over there they're in different bands so they've managed to book me on the same night as them and it's in Essen at Essen in on the west coast and I, yeah I'm just really excited I'm nervous about it I'm going to be really nervous because I've never performed in another country ever um, and that's something that kind of scares me so technically my next proper gig yeah we in Germany guys get um, yourself to Germany yeah. <laughs> if you want to see Lucy Rowe 
I'm quite scared of that. But then hopefully that'll be another springboard. That'll be another learning curve. I'd be mm-hmm. like, this was great. I need to do more of this and start trying to get into different circles. Break Europe. Yeah. Maybe I'll be a megastar in, I don't know, Switzerland or something. You just never know. You don't know. And then next yeah. London gig is, is it the... Next London proper gig is Half Moon Party in, that's not until the 27th of March. So, but that's really exciting as well because I've never played there. I've never even been there. There's so many people I know have performed there and I've always meant to go, never made it. And now I've managed to book in. So I'm just trying to make my way through all the legendary, yeah. <laughs> the little legendary venues in London. But also trying to do festivals. It's so hard at the moment getting into festivals because everybody's applying all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm hoping for summer. Do you have tactics for that? Tell us. No, not Lucy's tips for getting into I festivals. W- yeah, I wish. Um, you know what? Another TikTok thing. Well, not TikTok, but a visual thing. <laughs> Videos. Yes, we love it. TikTok is life. <laughs> videos in general are something I was so bad at getting like just putting my phone on the stage at a gig and getting a full song just one song is so valuable and that's something that I was really bad at because I just I just lived in the moment I was like I'm just gonna play my songs I'm a great time but then when it comes to applying they're like linked to a video of you performing live at least one full song you know I, don't, I have like an eight second snippet from the back of the room and there's people chatting so now that I've done a few more gigs when I've been thinking ahead and I'm like I need content so that I can use it to apply I've applied for so many that I couldn't have applied for before because I just didn't have the stuff they mm-hmm. needed. So, so you're basically yeah. training yourself to be a sort of manager of yourself as yeah. well as, yeah, yeah which and is kind of what you have to do. Yeah, to be honest, I'm enjoying my freedom now, but there are points where I'm like, I really want to work with somebody. I want somebody to advise. It's something you can turn to and just say, what do you think of this? Because it, it's just in your own head. In your head, you might be like, this is a great idea. And then you start to second guess and you're like, this could be a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. You need somebody you can like work off. So if there's anybody out there who wants to manage my career, just low key, then um, um, please help Anyone me. who has some experience though, yeah. please, not just, you know. Yeah, not just uh, some regular old Joe. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, having a team around me is like the next, after this year, hopefully I can work towards having some more people on my side to just boost me a little bit. Yeah. I think that, I mean, there's a point where it's just too much for you to do it yourself. Also, then you can, people can tell you what to do. Yeah. That would be so nice, just yeah. being told what to do. Yeah. Just do this. Yeah. And sometimes with, like, the music side, I want to be like, that's not what I want to do. But when it's, like, the visual, there are ideas that I have no way of having. There's no, Things just don't spring to mind because I don't think in that way as much. But if somebody said, I can see you doing this, wear this, and do put your hair up, and I'll be like, oh, that looks great. <laughs> this put is your hair it. up. What? It's life-changing. <laughs> So yeah, little just little things that I don't even think about that I'd love somebody to spur me on. Well, there you go. That is, I think, is, is that a pretty good place to finish this? Yeah. The exciting 2023 progression yes. and beyond. 2023 is the year. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Everyone says that. Though. Everyone goes like, 2023 is the year of me. New no. phase, new year, new me. 2023 but. is, I think, going to be a brilliant year for... For new music people, yeah, like new music. people I know yeah. you me we're all making stuff and putting stuff out there and I think mm. it's going to be brilliant so yeah I yeah. just want to enjoy it as well like I get too in my head I get too like I need to think about success or like oh, I'm failing doesn't matter I just I want to I'm a barista sometimes I do some voiceover stuff that's fine you do this very yeah. good at it I love this so yeah if life stayed like this for a while I'd be okay I think I need to remind myself that I'd be okay with that but I mean 
anyway I'm riding high so what can I say next week I might be saying the opposite after <laughs> better has been released I might be saying like yeah everything sucks <laughs> well but I don't think it will I can't wait to hear it um, and I'm sure it'll be played on I hope so. Station, yeah. so. Um, but it's out everywhere. It'll be out everywhere on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, if people want to find me, I'll be at Lucy Row Music, uh, W R O E. Although you can probably, if you're watching this video, you probably see me in the little caption. But Lucy Row Music everywhere. Got a website. All my gigs are on there. I looked at your website. Yeah. It's very good as well. Oh, thanks. I just yeah. redesigned it all yesterday okay. with my new photos. Did you? Yeah, so it looks completely different. <laughs> I literally <laughs> just looked at it yesterday. The new phase. Oh, maybe it was, yeah. Um, yeah, all my gigs are on there. I'm most active on Instagram and now TikTok. Yep, big if you TikTok star. Find me on TikTok. I'm, I'm up and coming. Um, yeah, promise. Amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, thank you to Lucy Rowe. Thanks, Alpha Sessions, for having me as a guest interviewer. Thanks, Radio Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wow, I'm professional. Um, yeah. And, and thank you. Oh, for you're welcome. You did a great job. I love that. <laughs> Didn't want my whole life changing overnight Gonna lose this game we're playing to make it right Something sad about this easy road I can feel the affliction about to take a hold You thought I was told to give it up my heart open, what am I doing it for? I'm breaking out cause I need more in love with the hope of fixing you up. I've woken up more than ever before. I'll close that door. I've never been so sure that you'll tell me I should find some peace of mind. I just want it to be out of sight. I'm tired of waiting for you I fall deeper every time It can't be right I just want it to be better yeah. I just want it to be better Spilling over into all I have left Can't see another reason To get out of my bed Something sad about you trying to keep me close Got another addiction to being out in the cold If I told you what I'm thinking of If I told you I wasn't ready for more A shadow over what I thought I knew for sure I'm done with the hope of fixing you up Feels like there's no Never been so sure that you'll tell me I should find some peace of mind. I just want it to be out of sight, yeah. I'm tired of waiting for you. I fall deeper every time it can't be right. I just want it to be better, yeah. I just want it to be better. You'll tell me I should find some peace of mind I just want it to be out of sight I'm 
tired of waiting for you I fall deeper every time it can't be right I just want it to be better, yeah I just want it to be better I just want it to be better